Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the ISV Society podcast. I'm excited to bring back Foy Maynor, who is the ISV Business Development Manager at Acumatica. We have some great things to talk with you about today. So welcome, Foy. Welcome back. Thanks, Amy. I appreciate it. Always glad to be here. Yes, and I will make sure we share the link to our previous podcast in the show notes. But today we're going to be talking all about the relationship between Acumatica and ISVs the marketplace, the different levels, what ISB should be thinking about it, what level, what level should they, do they usually start at level one, I'm assuming, Um, but there are three different levels. We're going to touch upon level one and level two mostly today and have you kind of go through the differences between those levels, where ISVs fit into the mix in those levels, how they can work with you and Acumatica. So I'm excited to talk to you about that today. Absolutely. No, I appreciate the opportunity. So yeah, and as you said, there's three different levels to the Acumatica Developer Network, So, which is essentially our ISV program. Um, level one is the introductory level. Uh, it's designed to be able to give you the tools and resources that you need to be able to download Acumatica, research it, develop with it, and ultimately build uh, a practice or build something above and beyond a proof of concept. Level two are those ISVs that you see on our marketplace uh, when you go out and look there. Certification becomes a requirement at level two, both from a solution and employee uh, standpoint. Uh, and there's some additional costs and fees that are associated with that that are a part of the program. There's also a review process and an approval process for level two partners. And then level three is OEM relationships. So we've had level one, level two, and level three uh, for a while, but it's a great to have the opportunity to kind of let people know what that looks like. So Level one is the starting point for somebody who wants to become an ISV. Uh, you can download a trial version of Acumatica, same software that our customers use when it's being hosted for them. It's the full version of the software. It's got demo data available with it. It's just simply limited to two users. So you can download that via the Open University, and it gives you the ability to research and learn more about Acumatica, but then also use that as a tool to develop with Acumatica, because also in the Open University, you have our education courses that are available to you at level one. You also have access to our documentation uh, at level one. So you're able to go in, download the software, access the different education learning paths, so you can go to the development learning paths and you can see the web services, which is the APIs for connected solutions. You can see the mobile development, which is obviously developing on a mobile platform. And then you can also see where you're using our XRP platform and actually customizing or embedding your solution within Acumatica. So we don't see education as a profit center from an Acumatica standpoint. We believe that our end users, consultants, as well as developers should have access to the tools that they need. And at level one, you have that. Um, At level one, you also have access to our community. Our community is now more than 21,000 members strong, uh, employees, partners, both ISVs and bars, customers and prospects. Great opportunity to research to see, is there a fit for your solution? If you're a prospective Mm -hmm. ISV and you think you might fit well within the small to medium business or mid-market, people are going to be looking for and asking about that and talking about that on the community. So do some research there. Community is also a great place for some self-serve support. If you have a question about APIs or run into an issue while you're looking to work with the application, most likely somebody else did too. We spend a lot of time and effort directing people through the community. Um, ask questions, answer questions, transfer knowledge. 
So use that as an opportunity to also, again, self-serve type first level mm-hmm. of support uh, is available. And I even use the community nowadays. If somebody asks me a question that I don't know or don't remember, I typically go look there first because, again, it is a place where we spend a lot of time directing people to. Um, and level one, not to interrupt you, but level, no, no, one, is, please, yeah. level one, there's no cost, right? People, they yeah. have access to all of this. They can obviously research, which I highly recommend ISVs research yeah. first before even deciding to develop a product for Acumatica. Because again, there might be competing products out there, which is fine, but you just yeah. want to make sure that you have something different or something better or something else to offer in regards to that. And then I love the fact that you, obviously this is all Right at the hand, right at their fingertips, so they yeah. can go out and do all of this. As you mentioned, the self-service model, basically. Base, yeah, exactly. So you know, a great description of it. It is. There's no cost other than the investment of your time and resources, you know, to be able to get here. But it gives you a great opportunity to see uh, if you're a fit. You know, is there going to mm-hmm. be a mutually successful path for you know not only for Acumatica to see re- results and benefits, obviously because we've got a valued partner, but for the partner themselves to make sure that there, there's a market. Like you said, there might be competing solutions out there. There might not be, you know, mm-hmm. you, you, there might not even be a fit for what it is that you're looking to do. Find those things out beforehand. And we offer you the tools uh, to be able to do that. And basically, you can just simply create a guest login uh, and then you can access those different areas that that we just talked about. I get involved in the process with level one partners um, to kind of be a guide to walk through them with best practices and to explain what it is that, that we're talking about now. We ask them to fill out a questionnaire which is basically just a one pager that gives us a good background, a good base of information mm-hmm. about them. We'd like to get a mutual non-disclosure agreement if we're going to start having more conversations and bring product management in and those types of things. But so there's no really technical requirements because you could go find some of this stuff on your own because it's available in the public domain. But I kind of come in and help with the process and what we're walking through there. Um, and it's even unique, I think, that you can sponsor our events. You know, we do Summit each year in January. You can be a sponsor uh, at Summit and be a part of the marketplace to showcase your solutions. And even more importantly, talk to the people that are there, to the customers, to mm-hmm. the partners, to the other ISVs. It's all a part of making sure there's a mutual fit. Um, AccuConnect, third-party community that you're very familiar with, uh, is a great place to also work with at Level 1. They provide additional opportunities for sponsorship, webinars, blogs, that type of thing. So yeah, look at level one as an entry point, but also look at it as a great opportunity to minimize your investment, but at the same time, maximize your investment uh, because you're going to learn and see where you might be a fit. And it could be a short journey, you know, a few months, it could be a longer journey, but ultimately what we're looking for is a mutually successful path to success. And that's what I do and other members of the ISV team do as well. Um, so just level two is probably what most people are familiar with because you go on the marketplace and you look and see the partners that we have out there. So you've got to be level two in order to be listed on the marketplace. And that's a primary difference. The go to market um, support that we offer with the marketplace with what we call ISV spotlights, uh, access to the partner portal. That's one of the biggest differences between level one and level two. But to get into level two, again, what we're looking for is you've got a value added solution or service as an ISV, you've got a proven integration. So you've used the tools at level one to go out and build that integration. And you've been able to acquire mutual customers that are happy and referenceable using that integration. You understand our channel partner strategy. We are 100% sold through VARs or value-added resellers. That's very important for ISVs to understand. You can have the greatest 
solution in the world. But if you don't understand how to go to market through partners, uh, which is what I've done for a vast majority of my yes. career uh, on the ISV side prior to joining Acumatica, you don't understand how to go to partners. It's going to be hard to be as successful as you could potentially be. So we focus a lot or I focus a lot on channel partner strategy and building Acumatica VAR relationships as you go through this particular journey. You can get some additional training resources. But again, you've got the Open University. You can get some additional product licenses, including a hosted SaaS sandbox for an additional cost. But again, you don't need those. You've got that at level one. You get some additional support with a dedicated technical account manager, but you have the exact same marketing opportunities that I just went through. There is an annual subscription uh, cost uh, once you get uh, to level two. There's some additional paperwork. Uh, and probably most important, there's the certification requirement, mm -hmm. uh, what we call always current. So you're required to get certified for both major releases that we do each year. Uh, R1 towards the end of the first quarter, R2 towards the end of the third quarter. You've got to be certified within 90 days of that in order to remain always current. And there's a much longer story about always current, about why that's important, because how Acumatica approaches uh, that for our customers. But that's a big difference with level two as well. You've got to be prepared to invest the time and the resources and the planning to make sure that you're certified so that a customer can easily upgrade when it's their time to upgrade so that you're not going to break something or cause degradation in the system. That's why certification is important. But that's a big part of what level two as well. And then, as I said earlier on, level three is OEM type relationships. Mm -hmm. uh, so that's there. Uh, it's a part of what we do on the Acumatica Developer Network side. But again, I primarily, primarily work on the journey from level one to level two. And then as a team, we work on the with those level two partners best practices. What does it take to be successful? How to work with partners, that type of thing. And that's so great that they can utilize you guys as resources, right? When they are yep. building out their channel strategy and go-to-market strategy and such. Uh, is there, you mentioned from level one to level two, they must have customers already using the solution. Mm -hmm. Is there a certain number of customers they need to have to be able to say, hey, I'm ready to move to level two and I have this many customers? Yeah, we, I, I like to say 10. I mean, 10, okay. 10 is kind of the threshold that, that we're looking for, because if you look at it, you've got 10 mutual customers, again, happy, referenceable uh, customers mm -hmm. that are using the software with the integration. Um, that's, that's kind of a number that it takes to say, OK, there's something good here. You know, we, we've got something that uh, obviously have, uh, is a value. So if I had to throw out a number, I, I'd throw out 10. There's some extenuating circumstances that might make the lower number that might make it higher. But those are going to be based upon you know, experience in other areas, you know, other partnerships, other ERPs, um, complementary ERPs with Acumatica, those types of things uh, from an OEM side. Maybe, in other words, maybe they've worked with an OEM partner of Acumatica before, and that gives them some leverage. So there's some circumstances, okay. but for the vast majority of people coming in, if they were to ask, I'd say, okay, shoot for 10, you know, get to that 10th customer, and then let's start the conversation. Awesome. And then... I know a lot of people are on the marketplace, right? Mm -hmm. They don't, is there, say there, there are ISVs in the marketplace who haven't sold anything yet. Yeah. Do they, do they have to go back to level one or can they stay level two until they have a customer? Do you have any, <clears throat> anything like that in place for those that kind of didn't have to, <clears throat> or didn't, do that type of process yeah. from level one to level two, so to speak. Yeah, we, we have it happen. So I won't say that it doesn't happen, but ultimately goal is if you're already a level two partner uh, and you are looking to add customers, you know, 
get the integration done, which is an obvious requirement, you know, to even be able to start talking to prospects, uh, customers and bars, get the integration done, get it certified, which is huge. And then work with the ISV team. If you're struggling with um, best practices from a VAR relationship standpoint or whatever, work with us and we'll help walk you through that for what you should be looking for and what the opportunities look like. So I won't say that we say, you know, hey, if you're not getting any customers, you know, we're going to make you go back to level two. We're having conversations with these ISVs as we go along. So I will say that people have made that decision to say, okay, you know, level two is not working for me right now. I'd like to continue to try and then yes, you can go back to level one because then you've still got access to the resources. You've still got access to all of the education. You're just not listening to the marketplace. So for whatever reason, maybe you weren't ready. You know, maybe you had a change in leadership or a change in structure. You didn't have the development resources. We do have people that go from level two to level one, but certainly wouldn't say that we're pushing people uh, at this point in time yeah, to do that. Biggest thing, if you're a level two partner, Get certified. Get certified in the time um, for the Always Current program that we talked about, which, again, is 90 days from general availability of the release. So just as a quick example, uh, R2, 2023 R2 came out October 5th. So basically, ISVs that are on the marketplace need to be certified by December 5th, uh, which is also timely with Summit coming up because that also happens right. to be the plan of, hey, if you want to make sure you're certified by Summit, then you've got to. You, yeah. You've got to uh, get your certification case submitted by by then, too. Um, but it's a part of the process. It's, it's the journey that we're working on as an ISV team because we want there to be mutual success sure. between, you know, partnership. Yeah, mm-hmm. between, between the partners and make exactly. sure there's a fit. So. I, and uh, <clears throat> sorry, I feel like a cough today. But... Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, and also you mentioned how uh, level one doesn't matter if they're level one or level two. They can be part of AccuConnect, which we all mm-hmm. are very, hopefully on this podcast who is listening <laughs> in the AccuMedica space knows what who or what AccuConnect is. But also just to mention that they can also be part of the ISV Society. So we mm-hmm. do have some new AccuMedica partners joining just to help with that building of relationships, building out their ecosystem, working with partners and channel enablement. So there is that option too, as you figuring out the whole thing and figuring out what level you want to be at, obviously level one or level two, whatever makes sense to you or how you can get from level one to level two. Just know that you have other resources and tools and Absolutely. people at your yeah. fingertips to help with that process so that you're not alone. So yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and those are great resources. And I do, I mean, I, I, those resources, you know, AccuConnect, ISV Society are ones that I let people know about because I mean, maybe from my standpoint, I might be the only one surprised, but the number of prospective ISVs that come in that don't understand the channel or the channel strategy, just simply because they have never been there and done that. Mm-hmm. You know, they're used to a direct sales force or more of a direct approach. So understanding the channel and understanding VARs can be a challenge. Um, I mean, it can be a challenge for people that have been doing it for a long time. But if you don't, if you haven't done it before, that's a part of what what I'm here for, other members of the team are here for, people like yourself are here for is how do you work with the channel? You know, mm-hmm. how do you build and develop those relationships? Because as you know, it is relationships. Right. You know, that That's the important thing. So I would say one of the biggest things or surprises that I've gone through this is understanding the partner strategy. You've got to know how to go to market. If you can get one Acumatica customer, but that Acumatica customer belongs to a VAR and you need to leverage that reseller relationship to get access to more of their customers. Um, so we talked about having 10 customers, those 10 customers, if you think about if that were 10 different VARs, now you've got exposure to 
hopefully, right. potentially hundreds of opportunities rather than just the 10 that you had to dig for and find. So. Yeah, exactly. And I think, you know, you and I have been in the channel for so long, have yeah. been. We we know channel so well. It's hard to uh, it's hard to wrap your head it around. Is. Wow, these people don't understand it. You know, it's like I've been yeah. doing this for so long. It just becomes second nature. So yeah, it's interesting to see how some of those ISVs struggle with that and and need yeah. help. So do you have in is there like a cap on the number of level one partners or level two at this point, or is just no? There's no there's no no. We don't have a cap. You know, we I mean we're I I talk to people. It, it, probably seven to 10 times a week that are prospective ISVs that have come in from one way or the other. They've either come through our website, which a lot of them do. They've either come from a trade show that we went to and they made some inquiries. So no, no cap. I mean, ideally it, it's almost like, I guess, generating leads. You know, if you make a hundred cold calls, whatever the percentage is nowadays, you know, 1.3% or whatever, you know, you're going to get the one or two out of those hundred calls. It's about the same, to be honest with you, people that are interested in becoming an ISV partner, that walk through the process. Um, I'm not trying to scare anybody off, but it, you know, once you start looking at the numbers and you start looking at it, it is, you, you, you've got to be prepared to, to, to kind of walk through this. So just in my experience, if I talk to 200 people, you know, I've probably got four or five, you know, ISVs that have the potential to really go to level two in a reasonable time frame. Mm -hmm. you know, uh, reasonable to me. I think the quickest one I had to do it was probably three months, four months, something like that. But then I've got others that are in the eight, nine month time frame again not scaring somebody off because right. they're going through the process they're doing the research they're getting customers they're getting these relationships you're just making sure you do all that before you sign on the dotted line and pay the annual fees rather than afterwards right and i feel like level one is, is i mean i don't feel like level one is a bad level obviously mm -hmm. it's, it's actually mm -hmm. a really good level it's yeah. you know you're not in the marketplace but that's okay because there's tons of other things, like you said, AccuConnect, yeah. uh, ISV site that you can do to get in front of partners and customers. Um, so it's I wouldn't feel like it's a you know a hindrance to say, hey, we need to yeah. get to level two ASAP when you can do a ton in level one and be successful at level one. Absolutely. And when the time is right, then great, move to level two. But yeah, don't feel like you have to do it in this certain amount of time or rush to get it done or level two is better than level one. Right. Um, I mean, obviously yeah, it's different perks, but you know. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, and that, I mean, yeah, a great way to put it. The marketplace is important, obviously. It's a good, it's a good tool. But if you're on the marketplace and you don't have an integration, you don't, you haven't completed your certification, which again is a requirement. So you, you're supposed to have to. If you don't have customers, even if somebody reaches out, those are going to be the first few questions they ask you, right? right. So if, being on the marketplace but not having a, a viable solution is not going to help you the opportunity the things that help you are the var relationships build those var relationships and be a value to the vars you can still attend summits you can still sponsor at summits you can still participate with AccuConnect and all these other areas so i yeah thanks i agree 100 level one's not a negative level one is a starting point level mm -hmm. one is the entry point and we do the best we can to provide a perspective isv with all the tools resources um to be able to help them as they go through that path to success so yeah i i agree so well thank you i think this is oh, very absolutely. helpful i know it helped me because i i, I guess <laughs> i knew there were different levels but i didn't really yeah. understand that 
the differences, the intricacies or, or how to go from one to the next, or why you should go from one to the next or everything that it entails. So I appreciate you joining me sure. today because I feel like there's, and you, like you said, you have this conversation all the time. So I feel like hopefully this podcast <laughs> and getting it out to everybody will help them answer all these questions. So you don't have to answer them so much. <laughs> oh, no, no, I'm glad to. Yeah. And I mean, and obviously if anybody watching, you know, reach out, happy to walk through it in more detail, provide some backup and background information, but no, I appreciate the opportunity because you're right. There's a lot of people who know about this or, or know about it to an extent, but don't necessarily see that it's a step or this mm -hmm. steps to go through the process. So. Yes. So we will include that information in the show notes so you can reach out to Foy if you do have any questions. But hopefully this has helped guided you on your path to deciding where you want to start or how to start, how to work with channel partners, who to reach out to and giving you all the answers to your questions you may have. So thank you. Absolutely. I know. Thank you. And thank you everyone for joining this week. We truly do appreciate it and listen to other episodes as well. And of course, make sure you uh, subscribe and also give me a rating because it it's just great for Spotify. So thank you.